0: Today is a wonderful day. It's the last Sunday of our 2018 and um, this is a blessed day. I want to talk to you this morning from this subject, the power of gratefulness. The power of gratefulness and the subject may sound soft but I want to explain to you that this is a hidden secret in how the kingdom works. Here's a story I want to tell you. So before you, I know you, you may have done this already but I'm encouraging you If you have written down 2018 and you've balled it up like a wad of paper and thrown it in the trash and you're ready to move on, I want to encourage you not to do that. Don't do that yet. Let me ask you a question. Was 2018 a whole lot different from 17 for you? Was it a whole lot different from 16 for you? For most people, the years muddy together. They look the same, same issues, same kind of things we walk through. But this thing of learning how to be grateful for where you are sets your pace for the future. Let me say it from this way. I was visiting, my wife and I, uh, years ago, we were visiting uh, the beautiful country of Kenya. We were in Kenya, and we were, building, uh, we were building a leadership training center there to teach the kingdom to the natives. We also built a church there. Some of you may remember. Well... Uh, while in Nairobi, we were also invited to uh, a smaller town, village, or whatever you want to call it, called Matunda. And when we, went, when we went to this place, we went to this place to teach the kingdom, very loving, beautiful people. And uh, I noticed for the first day that there was a strange-looking chair sitting in the corner. with, uh, with it, it just looked like a decorated stick to me. So after teaching that first day, the next morning we came, and it was still there. And I said, uh, no one is sitting in this chair in the corner. Wh- who, whose chair is this? They said, that's, th- that's the throne of the king of our village. I said, oh, okay, <laughs> help me understand. They say, haven't you noticed what we do when we come in? to Because the- we were simply in a tent. We were in a tent that was covered. They said, have you noticed what we do? And I says, no, I typically get here from the hotel after the service has started because it was where we had to stay was a little bit further. I just, I'm just saying, I, you know, when, with animals making noises at night, I want walls between me and them. Okay. So, so the place we stayed was a little bit further than where we were. I mean, it, y'all, we, you know, as we would drive, there would be giraffes walking so I'm like, you know, give me a couple walls just so I'm good. So I said, no, I didn't notice. Well, when they would come in, these are Christians, when they would come into the place we were teaching, they would go to the chair and be grateful. They would go to this throne and simply bow gratefulness and humbleness because the king of that village had to give them permission to let me come in. He wasn't a president, a prime minister. He was king of that village, king of that village, and he had a staff. His staff was that stick that was decorated, and that stick that was decorated meant the king was there. So no one who came to the tent, everyone who came to the tent had to honor the king. Guess what I did when I came back next time? I honored him. Well, you weird, pastor. You weird. You're, you're, you're worshiping gods that aren't the real God. When I go to Jerusalem, I wear a yarmulke. I'm not Jewish. If I was going to visit a Muslim country, I would ask my wife to wrap up. The God in me doesn't turn into what they are because I got on what respects them. Okay? So, so next time I walked in, I was like, you know, God bless you. I'm talking to the chair. It's weird. God bless you, king of this village. Okay, now y'all ready to hear the kingdom? They were ready to hear from me. Y'all okay with that? Yeah. Tell your neighbor, if you're not okay, it's okay with him. <laughs> so um, the next day, the next day, I noticed our last day his staff was gone. And I asked them. I said, if his staff's not here, Does that mean the king is not here? Is the king not here? And they said, no, when you don't see the staff, it means that the king has his staff and he's on the premises. (laughs) Ah. Five minutes later, the king of that village walked in. And I said, man, it's such an honor to meet you, king of... And they told me the name and I just can't remember it now. And I met him, shook his hand, didn't know he was coming... But I found a gift to give to him. He sat on his throne and listened to the kingdom. After the sermon, he got up from his throne. He put me in his throne, and he gave me his scepter. They picked me up on the throne. (laughs) See, Jonathan and See, our, our, our Africans are like, oh, yeah, pastor, this is how we do it. You guys are American. They picked me up on the throne and said, we want to bow to this message you have just taught about the kingdom. And the king bowed. I learned a lesson that day. I learned a lesson that day. You know what the lesson I learned? That when I am grateful to a king, when I honor a king, I enter his grace. And when I enter his grace, I get his mercy. We're Americans, and I know, I know, I know, I know, I know we're Americans. We have rights. We can, we can talk about our rights. We can, we can claim our rights. We can do all those things with our rights. But in the kingdom of God, he is still king. So, the new year, the, 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 the new year on God's calendar, some Jews hold this calendar, some Muslims hold this calendar, some original people hold this calendar. We're in an agrarian calendar here in the United States. But our new year, you're really not in God's new year. In the kingdom, God's new year was the second week of, of, uh, of September. Okay? So, uh, but that's okay. Right? We'll treat this like it's our new year. So, in September... I was saying to God right after Shake the Nations, the New Year. I was saying to God, God, I thank you for 2018. Actually, uh, f- uh, 5247 or something like that in the real calendar. In the real calendar, I was thanking Him for that year, and I was getting ready to ball up that year and throw it away. And the Holy Spirit said to me, "Don't do that. Don't just walk away from what just happened without looking at it again, and without bringing respect." to what happened to you in this season. Because everything that happened to you in this season, I may not have called it, ordered it, or planned it, but I allowed it. So I don't want you to just sweep past what's happened without learning to do one thing, Martin. I want to show you how to be grateful. So I've spent the last few months every day just being grateful. Not thankful. Not thankful. They're separate. When you walk into the presence of a king, the first thing you do is not say thank you. The first thing you want to make sure that happens is that he or the queen fills your heart. That your heart of gratefulness goes out before them. I do have a scripture. Let me read it before I get ahead of myself, right? Uh, Luke 17, 11. I want, to read the, I want to read 11 through 19, I believe. It's a story in the Bible that will show us, and this is—if you, if you're going to have a New Year's Eve party, make this part of it. Okay, the old Lang Zine, You can do that afterwards. You can do what? What songs y'all do? Uh, uh, y'all don't know. I don't know either. What songs y'all do? You don't do. You don't do music. Okay. You don't say bye bye. No Donnie Hathaway. None of that stuff. <laughs> y'all just move on, huh? Okay. <laughs> All right. Before you, If you have a party, if you have a gathering, make it a grateful gathering. If people come to your house, don't let them talk about how bad things were. Make sure they have a heart of gratefulness. Let's read together. Now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Then as he... Entered a certain village. There met him ten men who were lepers. Who stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on me. On us. On us. So when he saw them, he said to them, Go, show yourself to the priest. And so it was. That as they, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned, and with a loud voice glorified God. Watch this now. And fell down on his face at his feet. See, that's, that's right there in that one verse is not just thanks. The most powerful thing that happened before he gave thanks is that he fell down at his feet and became grateful. And he was a Samaritan. He wasn't even Christian. He wasn't even a man of the law. He wasn't even in the family of God. He didn't even know our rituals. He didn't even know how to be religious. He didn't even know what a church service was like. You know what I'm saying? So what happened? So Jesus answered and said, were there not 10 of you that were cleansed? So where are the other nine? Where are the other nine? Well, if there were 10 of you, where is the other nine? Why are you here together? Were Were they not only not any found who returned to give Glory to God except this foreigner. So he said to him, rise, get up, go on your way. Here's the phrase. Your, your faith has made you well. I thought it was already well. He was only healed. He wasn't well. And there's a difference between being healed and being whole. I don't want you to go into your next season just healed. It's time for some wholeness around this house. It's time for some completeness, missing nothing, nothing exiting your life, only everything good coming into your life. It's time for that kind of thing for us. Amen? So let let me talk to you just a little bit. Write write notes on this because it's it's really important. We read it all, so now let me talk to you. Okay. So now, these lepers were social outcasts. They were people that if you were around them, you could get their disease. So they were quarantined. They were quarantined in such a place, and they knew better than to move from that place. And maybe there are people who feel quarantined. You feel like an untouchable, feel like... No one can get close to you, feel like there is no help for you, ostracized, no friends, alone, dealing with things emotionally and physically and psychologically that's too heavy for you to bear. These lepers were together, though, ten of them in one place, and they cried out with one voice, Hey, King of David, Jesus, whoever you are, would you have mercy on us? Us, us. Would you? you, We've heard about you. We've heard about you everywhere. We've seen you work in other people's lives, we're wondering if you can work in our life. Leprosy can happen because you disobeyed some rules, but leprosy can also happen by accident. You could, you could be at McDonald's and touch the door handle after someone else walks by. It's not always your fault where you're at, but where you're at you might as well realize where you're at, and the only person that can bring you out of where you're at, and that's Jesus. So there was a cry out to him. Before some of you go into your next season, you need to spend a few hours crying out to him. That's what the consecration is going to be about. It's not about skipping some meals. It's not about just drinking water. It's not about eating the right stuff. It's about getting back into that place of existence and power and relationship with king. Your visions will come alive in his presence. Everything about you, everything about me comes to life if I'm in the presence of God. Somebody talk to me this morning. You can talk to me. I'm from Mississippi. I'm used to a little bit of talk back. Okay, so now here's the key. When they cried out to Jesus, just like if you and I cry out to him, he never rejects us. He's a king that's not tarnished by us. Our disease doesn't disease him. Our problems don't problem him. Our insecurities don't make him insecure. Our lack of money doesn't make him poor. Our grieving doesn't embarrass him. Our mental illness doesn't make God turn away from us. Whatever we're suffering, God wants to be right there with us. And he can cause us to survive Anything that's happening around us instead of instead of going where they were watch Jesus now instead of going where they were because Jesus knew that if he went over to them if he went over to them and touched them he would have another issue with the priest because whoever touches a leper is a leper so Jesus recognizing this he doesn't go over and touch them he just simply says hey go show yourself to the priest now to you and me it don't mean nothing pastors don't okay. Okay, pastors, we don't see pastors in the same light as we, they see priests. We don't, we, don't, we, don't, we don't see our spiritual men and women of God in the same light. What they heard Jesus say is, by the time you get to the priests, the priests run the whole community. They have documentation of who's lepers. They know who's sick. They know the net worth of every family. They know every problem going on in every marriage. The priests run the community. People look really yeah. That when your priest talks to you, my Jewish friends, when their priests talk to them, their priest never gives them advice. Pastor, I want your advice. They don't get advice from their priests. The priests tell them what to do. Why are they so rich? And they ain't even got Jesus. Why are they so prosperous? Why is the divorce rate so low in the Jewish community? Why do they own everything? They have priests. Church is not a game for them. Y'all all all right? Tell your neighbor, it's okay if you're not all right. Hold on. (laughs) Hold on. Jesus went to them and he said, Go check yourself out with the priests. When they leave Jesus, they're still leprous. They still have the spots on their skin. Their ears, noses, extremities may still be eaten away. But on their way to see the priests, who can judge whether they're healed or not, something happened, a miracle in them, because of what Jesus spoke to them. Just go show yourself to the priest. There are some people in here today just by acknowledging what's happening in this room right now, just by acknowledging where you've been and where you're going and that the hand of God is on your life, before you get to McDonald's, before you get to the restaurant, Cheesecake Factory, wherever you're going, if you're going home, there can be a healing that takes place in your life. I prophesy and say that the time for the dark days in your life are over. The time for the broken days in your life are over. The time of you being in a house and everybody is foreign to one another, those days are over. Those days of visionless and your family's not together in one place, those days are over. I'm not scared to say it. The days of your sin, the days of walking away from God and committing yourself to things you know you shouldn't be doing, those days are over. Somebody shout to God for just a minute, I'm telling you. Okay, so let me, let, me, let me finish teaching here. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you those days are over. And I'm going to tell you how to make them go away. Period, point blank, forever. Hallelujah. Time out for you waking up in the middle of the night and there's things in your room pestering you and harassing you. It's time out for you walking out to your car, and it's on a flat, everything. And now you try to start it, and it won't start. And you get to work, and there's stuff that's happening everywhere. It's time out for those lonely days, those dark days, those suicidal thoughts, that stuff that's in your head that wants to make you give up. Somebody say yes. So listen to this, listen listen to this. So now, here's the next part of the verse. And so it was that as they went, while they were going to see the priests, they were healed. All of them, all ten of them were healed. All ten of them on their way to be judged. They looked at one another and saw we're healed. It happened to all of them. But there is one in the next verse. There is one that did something that we may not see in English all the time. I want to point it out to you in Greek. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, Return. He saw. Say saw. Can you see? Can you see 2018? Oh, it was a bad year. Don't ball it up yet. I want to help you read between the lines. I had a car accident in 2018. I want you to not ball that up and see between the lines you were, po- you were supposed to die in that accident. I want you to see in those dark nights when you would rather not even be around. And when the sun came up, I, I know, I know, I know, I've had these conversations with people who just go to bed and say, Lord let the sun come up. They're not asking for the sun to rise. They're asking to make it through the night. They're asking to survive it all. Listen, listen to me. And let, let, me, let me say this right here, right now. I know who I am standing on this platform even if you don't know who I am standing on this platform. I know who I am standing on this platform right now. I don't know who you think I am standing on this platform. Whether you can receive from me or not, standing on this platform could be the difference in your life. You need to hear what I am saying to you right now. You can can be seated. Okay, okay. Watch this now. One, what did he do? He became grateful. Let me let me let me show you what gratefulness is. Gratefulness is becoming aware. Gratefulness is recognizing. Gratefulness is that moment when you're watching a baby. You ever done it? You ever done it? You watch a baby? That first three days, they figure out that they have hands? Maybe you've never watched it. It's an amazing thing. What do they do with them? They put them in their mouth. They look at them. They they do weird things with them. When they find out their feet are connected straight to the mouth, They didn't know they had hands before. And now they know they have them and they can manipulate them. Sometimes we will watch our children just laughing at their hands. This awareness that these are mine and they do what I say. Most people try to be thankful before they're grateful. You're not even aware at how good God's been to you. You haven't even recognized the goodness and grace and mercy God has extended toward you. And you telling me you got enough church. You don't have enough church. You ain't got enough church until you can live in a grateful place. Everything's going wrong. Everything's not going wrong. You're still breathing. Your heart is still working. Pastor, my family fell apart in 2018. Is everybody still alive in your family? God can still pull. I know, I know, I know. You're like, oh yeah, we just visited today. I'm not talking to just visitors. I'm talking to people in here today that you're ready for something different to happen in your life and in your family. He recognized it, look at your hand. That moment you said, I got a hand. Move your fingers, do they move? Okay, you may have had an accident with that hand. Go to the other hand, does it move? Do your eyes work? Are your legs working? Have you realized it yet? lost my job pastor I lost my job everything fell apart from me everything fell apart from me pastor listen can you still work before you ball up the last season I want you to read between the lines I want you to see what God's done I want you to count your blessings I want you to look back on the goodness of God before you move forward Y'all don't encourage me now, I'm going to hurt myself before I'm done. Okay, so sit down now, sit down now. Now don't sit down. Give somebody a high five and say, I'm just grateful. I'm just grateful. I, I realize how good God's been to me. Give me more monitor. Give me more monitor. I'm realizing how good God's been to me. Shehe, shaharabasa. I'm realizing, I, I do, I do, I do. I got I got some issues I got some stuff I want to be better I got some stuff I don't like but man I'm grateful I have an awareness of the goodness of God you know can I oh no I can't go there I can't go there today alright so sit down I ain't through I mean seriously Okay. okay so now so one guy one guy one guy recognizes something changed in my life I'm grateful for it he, he's not even he's not even in his mind trying to figure out how it happened or who did it for him he's just grateful I don't really know where this job came from. I'm just grateful. Grateful happens before thankfulness. I'm just I'm just glad. I'm happy. That I got some stuff in my life, but I'm still I'm still here. I'm still cognizant. I'm 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 still thinking. I'm still valuable. This may not this may not bless you. But in October, in October, I woke up and I went to my notepad and I wasn't feeling grateful. It wasn't in my soul. I didn't feel it. And I saw that chair in the corner in Kenya and I said to myself, just... Just be grateful. And I started talking to the Lord. And I said, Lord, I'm grateful that I have spiritual fortitude. I'm grateful that there's something in me that doesn't quit even when i quit. Okay, we can't talk like this with everybody. God, I'm grateful for your spirit inside me that when I have nothing left when I have nothing left that something inside me go ahead you know people can look at you from the outside and think that because of who you are everything's good everything's working that you don't need a friend that you feel good that your body's working. They don't know. But I thank God. I said, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that when I lay down, you stand up in me. When I say I'm done, your spirit rises up in me. That when my feet want to stop walking, you cause me to run. That God, when I'm tired of you, you're not tired of me. (laughs) I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful that when I should have died, I didn't die. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful that in the loneliest times, you came to sit with me. I'm grateful that you sent food when I didn't have money for it. I'm grateful for being misunderstood and not having to explain myself. I'm grateful. He says, once he saw it, once he saw it, He didn't make it to the priest. Jesus told him, go show yourself to the priest. This one leper said, I'm so overwhelmed with being healed. I got to go see him. I'll see the priest later. The priest will be there tomorrow. I don't know if this guy will still be in this little village. His gratefulness drove him to do something. Can I show you something? When he saw that he was healed, he returned with a loud voice. And what did he do? Oh, that's not up there. Y'all can't see that. With a loud voice, he did something. He Watch him now. Watch him now. Before you, before you, you don't even need 2019. You think you need a new year. You don't need a new year. You don't need a new season. You don't need none of that. It's a trick in your mind that you close the door on one thing and open the door on another. You don't need that. His love is continual. You should just live your life. Not just the next 12 months. He found Jesus and he did something. He made God big. Okay. I got a hand. It's working. I don't even know how I got this hand. And there comes a time in my life, mom and dad or Sunday school starts teaching me about God. And then you, I realize God gave me this hand that I'm grateful for. God gave me the wife I'm still struggling with. What happens when I become grateful for her? Okay. Now when I know God gave me this, I say, oh, there's a God? that can create hands. He must be something else. This must be a big God. He must be awesome. There's a Jesus that can tell me to go see the priest and I get healed on my way. And the dude didn't touch me. What am I going to do? I'm going to make him big. I'm gonna push him up. I'm gonna say, you are God, cause ain't nobody else could do this. Nobody, nobody, nobody. See, you don't, know, you, don't know, you don't know what happens here in this church, but it happened to me just a few months ago. A man walked up to me and he said, I had to be here, cause I had the gun to my head, Pastor. I pulled the trigger, Pastor. The bullet would not fire. He said, in that moment, I knew there had to be a God. I knew there had to be something bigger than me. He became grateful. Then he became aware that there's a big God. Are you aware? Ask somebody. Are you aware that there's a big God? Are you aware? Did you know? Did you know that God is big? My wife reminded me, at a time when I'm like, babe, this is what we need to do. We need to quit everything. We need to stop. We just need to stop doing it all. None of it's working. Business not working. This is not working. That's not working. She said, sit down. I said, yes, ma'am. She said, I want, I want to remind you. I want to remind you of when you were two and you died. I want to remind you that when you were five, you died. I want to remind you of the prophecies that were given to you. I want to remind you that you married me. So I want to ask you, Martin, do you really want to give up? Do you really want to give up with all these opportunities in front of us? And I said, no, baby, I don't want to give up. She said, come here, let me hug you. She pat me on my butt and said, get back in the game. Now, I'm telling you this. She's not She wouldn't uncover me But I'm telling you there are times When the gratefulness of God Has to heal your heart Give me about 60 seconds Make him big in your mind Go ahead Make him big Glorify him Glorify him Glorify him Glorify him Make him big. Come on, you got 30 seconds. Make him big. Realize, 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 recognize, recognize. I recognize everything I've been through you still big, King. Come on, tell him. I see your chair in the corner. I see your chair in the corner. Your chair, your throne sits in the center of my life. You sit on the throne of my life. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. It could have taken me out, but it didn't. I'm grateful make him big. You got 15 seconds. Make him big. In your mind. Make him big. Glorify him. I'm going to tell you what's getting ready to happen. mean to tell me when my husband died when my wife died when my child died in my arms you mean to tell me you were there yes sweetheart I was there I was there when your marriage fell apart I was there when your father died your mother died I was there in your confusing times I was there yes why didn't you stop it Those are questions I can't answer, sweetheart. I just want you to know that I love you perfectly. And I'm perfect in all my ways. Let me be big in your life. I'll give you 10 more seconds. Let me be big. Let me be big. He made God big. He glorified God. Well, you're really religious, aren't you? No, I'm a kingdom citizen. I just believe in the bigness of God. I believe He's bigger than me. I believe He's bigger than you. I believe He's bigger than all of us. I just believe He's big. And I'm grateful. I'm lonely, but I'm grateful. I'm struggling, but I'm grateful. Listen to what he did. Let me finish up. Let me finish up. This is how you spend your morning. The first thing you do, you come before his presence Thanksgiving. You come into his courts with praise. Don't ask him for anything. He already knows what you need. Drop your list and just make him big. Let me show you why. Let me show you why. Gratefulness is an awareness and a recognition that causes appreciation gratefulness is an awareness and a recognition that causes appreciation for what I cannot do for myself I can't make a hand I can't tell my brain to work so I become grateful then I glorify once I realize it's God I glorify him the next thing I do is I thank him this is what it says he returned, and with a loud voice, he glorified God, and he fell down at his feet, fell, down, f- fell on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. Thankfulness comes after gratefulness. Now that I know, God, you did it, and I could have never done it, Lord, I just want to thank you. <laughs> Everything's not perfect, but for, for this thing I just realized I have... God, you are awesome. I want to thank you for my hand. I want to thank you for my life. What is thankfulness? Watch this now. Thankfulness is different from gratefulness. Thankfulness is a realization of that I did not do it myself. Thankfulness means that I know there had to be something higher than me that did this. So the leper came back to Jesus and said, thank you. You are the son of God. I want to be, I'm not just grateful. I'm thankful. I'm not just aware that I'm alive. I'm also aware that you gave me life. My life is in you, Lord. It's in you I live and have my being. King, You are the center for my life. Now something happens that the other nine did not get. I don't know whether they were grateful. I don't know what they did after they saw the priest. Maybe they looked for Jesus. I don't know. In the story, all I know is about this one. And what happened to him? Jesus fusses a little bit. He says... Were there not ten cleansed? So where are the nine? Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? We don't know the answer to that, but it's a question Jesus has. His question to you is, why aren't you grateful all the time? What are you fussing about that you should be grateful for? A man said to me, man, these kids are driving me crazy. I was young and unmarried. I said, I want me a few. I want a few kids that drive me crazy. What you don't like is what I'm in love with. (laughs) I want some children. He says, they're so expensive. I said, well, I got to get some money then. I don't care what all that is. I just want some kids. I want some children. And I'm still grateful for them, they do drive you crazy. Grateful for them, and thankful for them. So watch what Jesus says. He said to him, rise, go your way. Your faith The scripture, when you read this scripture in the Message Bible of the King James, it says, your faith has made you whole. This word well doesn't mean I just got my leprosy healed. This word well is a derivative of the word shalom, which only a king can give you. Shalom means... The spots are not just gone. that's healed. But the virus that made the spots Jesus. is gone. Any relationship you lost you, get, you he couldn't be with his wife or kids. As soon as you get leprosy you're now separated from everyone so every relationship you lost because you had leprosy is restored every dime you lost is restored every brain cell that leprosy ate is now restored you're not with me yet the house you lost is restored You are whole, and it also means recovery. That anything that this disease caused to happen in your life that wasn't the will of God, I now restore it to you. Now you have a life with nothing missing, nothing broken anywhere in your life. He got wholeness, his other buddies got healing. Thank you so much.